Welcome to the Interlocutor Interviews Podcast. I'm Tyler Nessler, the founder of Interlocutor Magazine. And today I have with me the artist Hallie Packard. So what's up, Hallie? How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. <laughs> so honored to be here. Oh, well, I'm very happy to have you here. Um, so, well, to start off, you are a painter. And, yes. um, you know, much of your work... So this is how I perceive your work is kind of fantastical, whimsical, alluring, sometimes a little unsettling, <laughs> uh, but also kind of seductive and, and surreal. So it's a whole kind of mashup, um, but but very beautifully done, like uh, skillfully, you know, rendered paintings. Thank you. Um, but thematically, yeah, there's there's a lot happening in them, <laughs> but. Um, that's how I that's how I perceive them, but I'd love to hear directly from you how you define your own style and generally what you're going for thematically. Yeah. Um well, um you know, I'm really inspired by nature. I grew up in the woods. Um and so I kind of grew up just like playing outside all the time. My mom would actually like kick my sister and I out of the house and be like, you're off, you're out of the house until I unlock the door. So it was, um, you know, we just spent a lot of time like making fairy houses, just playing in the woods. Um, you know, uh, magic was a big part of my, my childhood. And yeah. so nature and kind of just for me, I guess my art, I want to find a way to kind of like portray the magic that's all around us deeply in nature for me. Like I, I find a lot of magic in nature, but there's magic everywhere, especially like, you know, I'm seeing it all the time in the city here in New York. And, but it's, I feel like it's easy for, you know, us to miss just in our day to day lives because we're so busy. And so yeah. for me, I really want to, I want to capture that and I want to kind of, I want to just remind people that it's there. And then I also, <laughs> um, when I was little, I got this messaging all the time just from adults, um, like, Ooh, you better hang on to your imagination because like when you get older, that's going to go away. And I just remember being a little kid and just being like, Oh my God, no way. Like that is not going to go away for me. And so I refuse. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, for me, like a big part of my art is just like kind of trying to, uh, what's, what's the word? I'm trying to like spark that in the viewer again, yeah. you know, and I don't really believe that people lose their imaginations as they get older, but we do. Our minds become more full of like what we have to do today. What are we yeah. going to cook for dinner? Like stress, stress, stress. So for my art, I really want to kind of like be like, hey, remember, remember this? Like, remember when we used to like play and like, what if this happened? You know, kind right. of, I just want to open people's minds again. Yeah. And perceive nature in a playful way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I care so much about our planet and, um, and I just feel like, you know, for me, painting nature and painting the creatures, um, that, that live on this beautiful planet. It's kind of like hopefully reminds people that like, hey, this we have to nurture this. You know, I want to I want to respect this. And um, yeah, so. for sure. There is definitely a lot of nature It's in your work. It's infused with nature. But then, um, you know, it's juxtaposed a lot with uh, un unexpected, you know, objects as well. For instance, mm -hmm. um, well. So a lot of there's a lot of creatures. You got birds, snakes, horses, fish, armadillos, unicorns. 
<laughs> this, is, this is what I've seen so far. Um, but they're like, they're placed in kind of, uh, you know, unexpected settings. Like you've got this work canal, right. Which features a, a white unicorn standing in the middle of the, of the New York, uh, subway tracks. <laughs> um, you got pink, pink flamingos playing on an ice covered pond, you know, this wintry landscape. Um, and then also, uh, oh, one of my favorites is this, this, this painting, uh, sucker with the, the, the white snake coiled around these, you know, wrapped, I think they're, are they not wrapped? Uh, no, they're unwrapped. They're unwrapped. Lollipops. Lollipops. Yeah. So there's, there's this mix of like, uh, of, you know, um, seduction and danger um kind of and then and then like also you got this uh, you know as i mentioned earlier this unicorn um you know this mythical creature which is all kind of in danger of being electrocuted in the, you know, the mm-hmm. subway tracks yes. <laughs> so yeah you're you know going back to what you were saying earlier you're you're you know i think attempting to get uh adults to perceive you know kind of perceive the joy of nature or see joy in nature but then Um, would you say by putting, you know, natural, uh, you know, creatures and, you know, natural things in these, these odd also mixed in with the, you know, artificial situations as a way to kind of shake people's perceptions into like re reassessing or reappreciating nature? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like that, um, you know, that juxtaposition of kind of like the, um, well, you said the seductive, which I love with, um, with danger. And yeah, that for me, yes, danger. And also just kind of like, I love the idea of the beauty of destruction. Um, like around in COVID, um, I, I painted, um, a painting called Taurus. It's a rainbow tornado. And I, um, that piece really came about. I actually wasn't able to paint for like the first few months of, you know, intense COVID. I just, you know, was so depressed, like a lot of us were. And I just kept dreaming about tornadoes. And eventually, um, all of a sudden, I was just like, okay, I have to paint this. I want to paint a yeah. rainbow tornado. And <laughs> to me, that really felt like, you know, everything's kind of going to hell, you know, like we don't know what's happening right now. This is like just this scary, scary time. And, you know, just like tornadoes are horrifying and destructive, but I wanted to make it a rainbow because that also is like such a symbol of hope, at least for me, you know, like in in the storm, we have a rainbow, you know, Um, it also is, you know, it, right now signifies like unity too and you know inclusivity and so it kind of encompassed a lot of things for me but i love i love the metaphor for like you know beauty and hope and positivity coming from like danger and destruction and darkness so that yeah. that is a theme for me for sure well you also there's also this work eruptus which yeah. is a <laughs> volcano that's erupting rainbows mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep similar similar feeling there yeah 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 for sure um so let's see you um also do some music um i do and you've put out one full uh, LP, it looks like, right? And two, yes. two EPs. Um, and 
but you 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 were you've told me that you kind of look at them as two separate entities or they they do different things for you music and and painting and painting yeah, yeah yeah you know music um there was a time in my life around like um my 20s where music was my main focus mm-hmm. and you know i grew up I, I grew up with my dad, who is a, a musician, a composer, and a producer, and my mom is a dancer. So I grew up in a really, really artistic family. And yeah. um, I have a little sister as well. And um, she, my dad, and I kind of, um, she and I grew up just singing with my dad all the time. Like he would play his guitar as we fell asleep and we'd kind of sleepily like sing along. And then that kind of turned into more of a serious thing. And then we kind of had a family band for a while. And um, and then I hit a family band. We did. Oh, nice. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really, really fun. Um, any recordings? We, yes. Oh gosh. We have a, <laughs> we have an album called Umbrella Hunt that's on Spotify and oh. that, that's from years ago. We were little, little kids then. Um, did you tour and together and like, <laughs> no, no, not when we were that young. Okay. When I, when I put out my first album, um, I I did tour a bit with my band. My my dad and my sister were in it, but I also had a I had some other members in there too. And oh, it was a lot of fun. It was when I lived in Colorado, so um yeah, okay. we kind of toured around Colorado. Nothing nothing too big, but it was fun and for me music is really just like it's usually I turn to it when I'm really going through something like dark. Um I I wrote a lot of the the last two EPs in COVID also. Mm. Um and uh yeah, it's kind of my therapy. Like when I'm really sad, it's music time. Gotcha. <laughs> um painting for me, I mean, uh you know, I still paint when I'm sad cuz it's my job. Um <laughs> and I have to, but it's definitely more of a source of joy for me. It's it's it feels like like kind of who I am. I don't know how to really explain it, but it just feels when I take a break from painting, even, even when I'm like super burnt out and I need a break. Um, after a little bit, I start to like kind of feel like, whoa, something's wrong. What is it? Like I'm off. Like what's like, what is it? And then I just yeah. start painting again and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. I needed to paint. Um, so painting just feels like my core and music feels a little bit more off to the side, but it, it's mm-hmm. still important. And I still sing all the time for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so were you doing visual art from the time you were a child as well? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I I came into this world like covered in paint, <laughs> essentially. Like I, I, it was inevitable. <laughs> yeah. My, my parents were really supportive and my granny, um, was just extra supportive when she found out I wanted, you know, I was into drawing or whatever it was when I was like two. She was like, here's all this tempera paint. And like, she just piled me with like craft stuff. So I was just, yeah. I really, I was really encouraged to like follow that. And, and so I did. And I was homeschooled for a, a while for, um, let's see, it was second grade to like seventh grade. And, um, and that was an amazing time to just be able to really like, you know, I, I did the regular learning and stuff, but my mom knew I was interested in painting. The and reading, so writing arithmetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But she would kind of tailor the lessons to yeah, yeah. to a more in a more creative way. Like, okay, like do an do an art piece that kind of like represents this time in history or 
you know, something like that. So. Oh, you're really, you're really lucky that you got that. I know. You, know, you grew up just immersed in that environment, you know, especially, you know, unfortunately the way things are going now, you know, like arts education is just so minimized. A lot of kids don't, don't get it. They go to a public school and they're not from an artistic family. Right. Unfortunately, they're not really that exposed to the arts. Yeah. A lot of creative outlet. But yeah, no, you were, you were very fortunate with that. Yeah. Sure. I feel so grateful. I really do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let's talk about some of your recent shows. Um, and you, 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 so you're very prolific. I mean, I was looking at your, your website, looking through your work. Um, well, first of all, uh, I know like this can be a tricky question asking an artist like to pick favorites, but, um, of, <laughs> 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 uh, of, of recent works, what is like something that really resonated with you that really felt like it was the most therapeutic and you got the most out of, uh, creatively. Mm. Well, <clears throat> um, I have recently become obsessed with Britney Spears. I, <laughs> I have a point. I swear. I don't, I'll answer no, your does question. This, does this connect to your work in the zone? <laughs> it does. It does. Because I think, well, I was looking at, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not on threads, but when I was, you know, looking at your, uh, your Instagram, mm -hmm. I saw your threads link and then I clicked on that. And then and I was going to ask you about this, this work in the zone because yeah, that's, there's a lot to say about that, about this piece. <laughs> But then you you had you had like kind of like teasingly you know said like uh, I what 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 music do you think inspired this and then yes <laughs> and then somebody nobody no one guessed correctly I think but, yeah probably not <laughs> but then you said Britney Spears and I'm like oh okay yeah yeah so <laughs> I I recently became just fully obsessed with her I <laughs> I don't know I know I'm late to the game but when I was a kid I um my parents were you know didn't really want me to be listening to her. And uh, I wasn't and I was super just like, I don't know, I was such a little like, mommy and daddy's girl that I was like, yeah, she's bad. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I just you didn't want to rebel and be like, oh, I'm gonna listen. No, to I was <laughs> not. I was not a rebel. No. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, and also we, my mom, like I said, was a dancer. So we always had this like, um, you know, we had like lots of world music playing in the house. We had a lot of like, you know, more of the kind of like eclectic stuff playing. And and so that really kind of was more my thing, too, back then. And uh, I don't remember what sparked me. To, I, I'm a dancer. So I I uh, I was watching like dance videos on Instagram or something like that. And she just popped up. Britney Spears popped up. And I was like, Wow. Huh, I didn't realize she could actually like dance, you know, and then I went down a whole like deep dive and she can definitely dance. And it's she's just I don't know. I'm just so inspired by the way she performs and um, her story. And she was such a sweet, wonderful person and, you know, really makes me sad everything that's gone on with her. And um, yeah, I just I got really inspired by her and I I wanted to paint something for her as a gift which is not the in the zone piece it's um <sighs> i did a piece that to me just uh represents her and i know that i don't know her but it's uh it's a white horse like jumping joyously through giant cherries oh yeah it's just it's like a splash. whole yes 
it's a whole landscape of cherries and um and it's got a pink sky and a full moon and there's yeah. lightning yeah lightning going on and cherries are like popping and splashing everywhere and to me i just i don't know it seemed joyful and powerful and like um yeah i can see where like i mean and i know very little about Brittany too because i'm probably too snobby to have gone down that rabbit hole yet <laughs> Um, you know, and, and actually I should, because a lot of these like mega pop stars, you know, we just think, oh, they're all overproduced and they're manufactured, but right. yeah, a lot of times, um, they do have, they have genuine talent and they came from, you know, more humble roots and yeah. I don't, I don't really know the whole story with Brittany, but, um, yeah, so this, but this, I can see this, this work in particular, um, is very kind of pop poppy like pop music in a way but yeah. joyous yeah totally yeah. and yeah i don't know it just it felt good for me to do it and it really like it was cathartic for me just because i you know i was really having such a britney moment i was like this is my britney painting and it's huge and it's in my living room right now and i do want to try to find a way to to get it to her but i want to make sure she wants it i don't just want to send it to her you know, just have, you, randomly. have you started the process yet of trying to? Get yes, to her? just barely. I'm really <laughs> procrastinating because it makes me nervous, and I don't know. It'll be fine. I'll, I will do it. But um, <laughs> but the in the zone piece uh, that was for a show at Modern Eden um, called Covers, and that basically the concept of the show is that everybody is supposed to pick an album. Uh, that's influential to them in some way or just inspiring oh, okay. and redo the album cover. Not really like they're taking the old album cover and, and revamping it, but like they're, um, they're just creating an album cover for that, um, album essentially. Right. So I took Britney Spears's album in the zone and, oh, okay. and it's a very like sexual album. It's really, really fun. And, um, yeah. And so I painted this peach with, uh, like a spider, a black spider web that's kind of, it looks like a, like lacy lingerie thong kind of. And, um, and it has, uh, it's like lace that's turning into a spider web and it's got a black widow. Right. And, um, it's got lots of juicy dew drops. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to mention to, uh, our listeners that, uh, for every one of these podcasts, I put up a page on the interlocutor website. So I'll include, uh, I'll embed some of these images. Also, Amazing. we'll link to your website as well. I'll link to the, the page of that you have all, all of your artwork because everything that we're talking about here, as far as I know, is on here. Yep. Yep. Um, so people can, you know, uh, have an, you know, can actually take a look at this work, but yeah. So yeah, this work is like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot happening with it. It's, it's, uh, it's seductive and, and like, uh, menacing and kind of creepy at the same time. Uh -huh. And also kind of, I don't know if like gross is not really the right <laughs> word because there's like this, some, well, you know, listeners take a look at it. Yeah. See Discre for yourself. You know, <laughs> Yeah, it's like trying to describe visual. This is the issue that you know, with this podcast <laughs> is I talk to a fair amount of visual artists, and we're trying to like describe these these pieces. And right, you can yeah. only you can only go so far, right? So, um, yeah, so that's amazing. Okay, so that sounds like, and it, it seems like this this work in particular, the in, in the zone, has really resonated with a lot of people. It seems like you've gotten interesting feedback. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I was able to fly to that show. It was in San Francisco, and um. Yeah, it was cool to be there and, and see people's reactions and, um, 
Yeah. And a lot of people said it felt really empowering to them. And I, I love that. Like that is such an amazing compliment. And, um, and yeah, that's. I, what, why did people find it empowering? What did they say in, in that sense? You know, I think it was just, um, I, I think they, it was, it was some people that, that also loved Britney Spears. So I think there was probably part of, that was part of it. Like, um, but I think just, you know, I mean, the peach obviously represents a butt. <laughs> and I think just like kind of, um, taking this sexual kind of image and, and just like, making it big. I mean, it's a big painting. So it's big. It's in your face. It's kind of unapologetic. It is kind of gross, you know, but it's also, I hope, sexy. And like, yeah, I love yeah. the scary aspect. I think that to me, the Black Widow, um, it's a female Black Widow. A lot of people ask about why there isn't like a red spot on the back. And it's because the females have it on the stomach. So you're not really seeing that part in, oh, in okay. it. Um but it's a female black widow, you know, she eats her, her mates and, um, and she's just kind of ferocious. So I, I don't know, but I, I really do feel close to that piece and I'm happy that others, um, yeah, got something out of it too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you also paint a lot of birds mm -hmm. I've noticed. Yep. And, uh, I just interviewed Gigi Chen. Yes. I, I love Gigi. Yeah. You're, you're good friends. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, have you listened to our, our podcast? Did, yeah. Yes. So, um, it's funny because stylistically, I think you, you, you two are, are similar, mm -hmm. although your stuff is trippier for sure. I okay. would say, I think that's just my, my take on it. It's a little more, a little more psychedelic. Okay. That's cool. the right word. Um, uh, just because of like the, like we were talking about, you know, like the, 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 the unusual contrast of imagery and things like that. Mm -hmm. Although she, you know, she does like artificial and natural too with the, the neon, but right. it's mostly neon mm -hmm. with, with, uh, you know, like wildlife with birds right. and with you. It's all kinds of stuff. You have this other, I don't know if this is your most recent piece slime. Oh, that's um, my other favorite one. Oh, right now. <laughs> okay. yeah. So this is like, a, what is this? A slug? Yes. Yes, it's a purple slug that is turning the the sand dunes um, sequiny and purpley um, with its slime. It has sequin slime. <laughs> okay, those are sequins. I thought those. Okay, you thought? Did you think they were CDs? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> they could be. It well, could be CD covered. Um, you know, sand dunes, but I think it's sequins. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought sequins at all just well because they're 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 larger than how i think of sequins and you know but anyways um they look like cds and i'm also a 90s kid who you know grew up on cds so totally. i automatically thought okay this slug is trailing slime cds <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's valid too <laughs> are the other are, are these other like because it's it's hilly um so are there other sequins on the on the hills too or yeah. Possibly. Okay. Uh, are you talking about the purple parts of the hills? Uh, yeah, they're kind of glittery. Oh yeah. Well, those are sequins. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, let's see. So, in December of twenty two, you won an art competition uh, called the Next Original. Uh, it was held by the Kessler Collection. Yes. And so this is this is kind of unique because it's a group of luxury hotels, right? Mm -hmm. And they're they're uh, concentrated in the South, right? In Southern yes, States. Right. 
And and so you this you won this uh, along with eight other artists. Yes. And then so you got to have your artwork. So this is this is wild. You got to have your artwork displayed on a billboard in Times Square mm-hmm. on New, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, and then uh, and then this is all connected, right? This, so you had a, then a, a year long partnership with the Grand Bohemian Galleries. Which I guess they're so they're part of the hotels. Yes, that's the name of the hotels. Uh, gotcha. Galleries. All right. And yep. so the and, but so this isn't this is a cool concept. These hotels have galleries. Yeah. Every one of them. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, all of the Kessler Collection hotels, which a lot of them do, all of their the names and the different locations change a bit, but most of the hotels are called like the Grand Bohemian something. Right. Um, and then and all of these hotels they're they're each really different but they all have like a theme and um Richard Kessler he's you know the founder of all of these he's really he's an avid art collector he's really passionate about the arts and so every one of his hotels is like decked out with cool art and like wild furniture it's really quite a spectacle um and uh it I've feel so fortunate to just be able to visit these different hotels and like get to experience them because they're they're really amazing but yeah each one has a hotel uh, a gallery yeah and um and uh all eight of us me and sorry all nine of us me and the other eight winners we all kind of have our artwork dispersed in all those different locations and um yeah, they actually just flew me out to do um, kind of like a traveling show at two of the locations. Both were in South Carolina. Right. One was in uh, Greenville and one was in Charleston. And um, it was great. It was like a, a two-day solo show in each location. And I got to do some live painting and I got to yeah. talk to people about my work and um, do like little demos and it was really a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's a really unusual uh, way to show your work. Uh, it's a dynamic yeah. way. Instead of, you know, just having the, the the standard group or solo show and your big night is your opening night. And that's really right. the only time, you you know, you get to interact with everybody. This this was like an ongoing thing. Yeah. It's almost like and, and it kind of in a way connects to music because it's almost like you're touring in a way. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was really different. <laughs> um, and it was cool. Um Definitely, yeah, unusual. I'd never done anything like it before. Um, but it was nice to be able to like kind of be doing something while the show was happening instead of just, I don't know. I've noticed sometimes when I'm at, at my openings or, uh, at other people's openings, like people are nervous to go up and talk to the artist a lot of times. <laughs> Not everybody, but, but some, um, or like, you know, I've experienced as like a as a viewer going to a show like the artist will be like, hey, just let me know if you have any questions to people. And and they should. It's good to make yourself available. But a lot of people get kind of freaked out by that or are just shy to actually approach the artist. And yeah, yeah, I feel like sometimes when you say that kind of stuff to people. It's almost like when you go into a store and people are like, can I help you with anything? And you're like, no, no, I'm actually leaving. Never mind. Bye. You know, maybe it's just me. <laughs> but uh, it was cool to do it this way because 
I felt like I was a little more approachable, you know, like people could look and I was concentrating on my painting. And then if they wanted to ask me something, then then we could chat, you know? Well, yeah, it makes it less, con- I don't know, contrived or artificial, you know, in yeah. the sense of like, well, how you, you know, using this example of people going to, into a store and yeah, maybe somebody does want, you know, some assistance or yeah. suggestions, <laughs> but but um, they want to browse a little bit, you know, kind of get get, you know, a sense of, you know what the you know what's on offer anyways this is this is really a nice way to kind of you know do shows do art yeah. shows and i feel like you know uh i've you know i can't i can't say i've ever really seen this i mean i mean i know that there's like uh you know um there's those you know group settings where people can all paint together they have somebody you know who's like guiding them yes. like that. there's like classes basically uh-huh. but in terms of like a gallery setting and an opening yeah this is this is a new thing for me i had not heard of that yeah i mean i feel like more galleries should do actually yeah I it agree. makes it it makes it more in a like an event like 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 kind of like a, a show you know yeah literally true. like a concert except you're you know you're performing your visual work right which yeah. is kind of nerve-wracking, I'm not going to lie. I'm not I used imagine. to painting yeah. in front of people. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, God. All right. <laughs> but no, it was really fun. It went really well. Nice. So did you what, what did you do with the, with the works that you painted live? Well, actually, so I, I thought a bit ahead on this because I didn't want I didn't want to have a whole lot of pressure on myself to paint live, especially because I was kind of getting like moving all my art from one place to another and I didn't want to have to move more. Um, so I I was actually hand embellishing some Jaclay prints that I'd had made so that I could like kind of offer more a range of, um, you know, uh, prices on things. You know, I have my originals and then I have some like Jaclays, which are a bit more affordable. And, um, and, you know, just hand embellishing them adds like a you know, a personal touch to it. And so I was able to kind of embellish those and add little details and stuff in front of people. So I was live painting, but I wasn't creating something from scratch. Because gotcha, for me, right. <laughs> like when I paint something from when I'm painting, it looks bad until it's done. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it it just doesn't look good until <laughs> I'm actually done with it. And so I, you know, I didn't really it just feels really private to like show that like unfinished part of it you know yeah well and, and yeah and vulnerable and, and yeah because super you're in the vulnerable. process of making it you know and yeah and like you know these are hotels and you're not just getting people who are art you know like necessarily interested in art coming you're getting all kinds of people with different interests and you know knowledge levels on art refreshing though too it was it was refreshing but at the same time you know i get some people coming in and being like oh cute you paint you know like that kind of thing and i'm like "Mm -hmm, yeah it's cute (laughs) what a cute little hobby you have right right exactly so (laughs) i don't really i don't know yeah that that's another reason i didn't really want to like have a un like an in progress thing going because i just don't i don't i don't want to hear what people think about it before it's done you know yeah no no it's very very understandable uh i was also thinking you know with you em- embellishing um the prints uh another analogy of like do- an author doing a book signing in a way right you yeah know? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're writing it in front of you. No, no, no. <laughs> or you got somebody, you know, I don't know if you've ever read like Kurt Vonnegut who would do like little illustrations. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in like uh, several of his novels, he, he did yeah, very basic like line oh, that's illustrations. Cool. And I'm not 100% sure when he signed books if he did, if he did doodles. I mean, they're, they're more like doodles. Okay. But um, I would, I would like to think that he did for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. But, anyways, you know, overall, this is a nice kind of um, switch up from just the typical, you know, gallery opening, a little Definitely. more dynamic and it mixes different kind of uh, like, like we were talking about, you know, like a, like a book signing and things like that, Yeah, you know, or live music performance. So yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And then I'm not just standing there staring at you, waiting for <laughs> you to ask me something, you know? Yeah. It felt yeah. more natural. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, and then, so then, then also, but what, how, what was the connection with the Times Square? Uh, did mm. they do so? How did they? How how did how did that happen? Does, does the Kessler so uh, so the, the the Kessler hotels right? Right. Um, anyways, uh, do they have some kind of connection to whoever runs the billboards in Times Square? Or you? No, I think know, they or? just paid. I think they just they paid for one. I I I don't know though. Um, but that was it. Was pretty amazing. Like I I entered. I don't remember when I entered. I want to say like I probably entered in November or something last year. And it was just an Instagram ad. I had never heard of Kessler Collection. And um, I just, you know, I was like, oh, I'll see. I'll see if like how much the entrance or the submission fee is. And there was no fee. And um, so I was like, oh, well, then why not? I might as well enter it. And like showing on Times Square's billboard on new year's eve would be really sweet so i i entered and i forgot about it totally after i submitted it and then i got a call like at the beginning of december and i thought it was a scam because they were like you won and like we want to fly you to savannah georgia and i was like what and i don't know that seems you know i can't be right <laughs> um but it was true and yeah. so they flew all of us out and um we we had like a judging, you know, we all like talked about our artwork and um, Richard Kessler was there and he he's such a wonderful person. And he talked with each of us about our work and then he was going to decide who the winner was. But then he ended up choosing all of us, which was nice because we'd all kind of gotten close just in the couple days we were together. And um, everybody is such a, a wonderful artist in such yeah. a different way. So it was really cool that like all of us got to win. And yeah, having having, you know, our work on that billboard was so cool. I, I wasn't there. I didn't go. I just I don't want to. So you, did, you never saw it because it was well, I saw it on day. TV. Um, oh, okay. But you, even on New Year's Day? You no, didn't, you I didn't, didn't go. go I didn't go. Well, I was were in, you in town? Or? No, I wasn't in town. <laughs> but my family and I were actually talking about like all going up because I was I was with my family. Um, but it's just such a headache. I don't know. New uh, Times Square in New York on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't go anywhere near there on New Year's Eve. But uh, I feel like if I was in town and I had uh, like one of my works up on one of the billboards, on the day yeah, when well, it's totally empty, but well, yeah, you weren't around. Anyways. That's the thing too. Actually, we, it was just, we, we were just told it would be on New Year's Eve and then it ended up also being on up on New Year's Day. So, you know, maybe I would have changed my plans a little, but I didn't see it in person, but it was cool to see on TV and, um, 
you know, it was also cool to be able to tell all my friends and be like, go to this channel, watch, you know? Yeah. So which, uh, which piece was there a pieces? Um, it was one piece and it was, um, it's like a pile of lemons with a sunset sky in the background. And then it has these yellow lemon tang fish like swimming oh. around it. It's called Lemon Tang. Yes, right? it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking at your website right now. Some kind of oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can well. So that's funny because <laughs> it's just like imagining this this again very whimsical. You got this pile of lemons and then lemon lemon you know shaded fish mm-hmm. with a pink. Well, flying in the sky or f- swimming in the sky, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, on this massive billboard. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. really cool. It was really d- cool to see it that big and just to have it like on TV. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was surreal. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's see. Um, you back in March was it March of this year? It you was. A, yes. You had a full month long solo show, Schism Prism. Schism Prism, yes. At Arch Enemy Arts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Uh, that's in Philly. Okay. All right. And so that showcased a year's worth of new work. It did. Okay. So you know, how do you think that work stood out from your previous shows? Like. Was there any kind of evolution from your past series or what was different about it for you? Hmm. You know, um, thematically, I don't know that it was super different. I feel to me, every painting, like I, I sometimes have like a few paintings that I feel like I can group together, like the uh, tornado rainbow and the rainbow volcano, you know, I, I have some pieces that I feel like I can, I can loop into a category, but for the most part, for me, every piece is kind of its own exploration. And, and this wasn't much different. It wasn't necessarily, um, a specific theme that I had for this show, but, um, it's different just in that I, I think I am getting better you know, uh, every, all the time. Um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a little, I mean, it's probably a bit more refined. It's to me, it's something that I really want to accomplish is almost have my work look like a photograph, but then the, like the whimsical parts, you know, right. add extra confusion. Cause it's like, but wait, I thought it was real, but it's not. But or is it? You know, so I yeah, really yeah. I want to accomplish that realism. And I, I think I'm, you know, getting closer to that the more the more I paint. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, well, there is kind of like a, a photorealism to some to some of this for sure, I would say. I don't know if that qualifies as like hyper realism. I don't really se. know the difference, honestly, between yeah, I'm, I, I, I get a little confused myself over that, um, you know, because I, you see like some of these like, per, like technically perfect looking, you know, photorealistic, um, and then, oh no, that's hyperrealism. Oh yeah. And I think, no, I don't know. <laughs> it has some ec- extra quality to it. Uh, you know, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> it's beyond like me. I labels. don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, what about, so you primarily or exclusively work in paint, right? Yes. 
So you don't do any kind of uh, like pencil, pen and ink, anything like that? Not really. I, I used to sketch out everything before I painted it. And um, I don't know. I've just gotten terrible at drawing. Like I, I painting is just the way I want to do things. And now that, you know... Um, technology has like you know developed a little more it's it's so much easier for me to just kind of compile my reference photos into sort of a mishmash of what I'm gonna paint you know rather yeah. than drawing it out and then collecting my references and you know it's just kind of easier for me to just like do it on my iPad rather than sketching well another another aside from we got the rainbows uh you know and fruit things like that mm -hmm. you you like bubbles <laughs> oh god well bubbles are rainbowy i like yeah. anything that's rainbow or sparkly <laughs> or like you know yeah kind of just like extreme light like i love lightning yeah but bubbles <laughs> yeah i do do a lot of bubbles so you're a fan <laughs> of thunderstorms yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love I love horror too. So you know, you any, love horror. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What's what's one of your recent uh, favorite horror films? Oh man, let's see. Wait, you know, this isn't recent, but The Ring <laughs> will just always be like oh. one of my favorites. Have <laughs> yeah. you seen it? The yeah, Ring? not in years. Oh God, not it's in years. So it's probably scary. been like since it came out. That one for me is just horrifying. Like, I don't yeah. know if there's there are many other movies that scare me as much as that one. It's like the jerky effect, you know, that like weird, like glitchy jerky thing they oh, do. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I feel like The Ring was kind of like one of the first. Actually, I don't know. But that was like one of the first times I saw that effect. And I thought it was so creepy. And ooh, just the whole the, the ring really freaks me out. Let's talk about some of your upcoming shows. Yes. So I get to be um, in part of Art Basel Miami. Um, and it's <clears throat> sort of one of the offshoot shows, which is called Aqua. Um, and I'm really excited to go. Art Basel is such a huge, huge show. Um, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm honored to be a part of it. I'm I'm going to be showing with Arch Enemy oh, right, at right. the Philadelphia Gallery over there, and um, yeah, some other artist friends of mine who are in the show. Also, we're all going to go down and just uh, spend a couple days in Miami and go to the show. And I'm really excited. It's going to be super fun. Cool. I haven't painted that piece yet, so we'll see. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to paint yet, but it's got to happen soon. <laughs> Do you work pretty much every day? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. Yep. I take weekends off. Usually I try to take weekends off. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on the weekends then when you're not painting? Oh, I um, usually Sunday is my TV day. I just watch TV all day. It's great. <laughs> um, unless it's nice out, then I'll do something outside. But I, I love, you know, I love nature and I'm close to Prospect Park. So I always try to like spend some time out there i i love dancing so i usually go dancing in the evening um you know get together with friends do different adventures i don't always watch tv but tv has become such a a relaxing thing for me it's like such a great way for me to like just disconnect <laughs> and relax and it's also there's so much good tv right now that it's inspiring too you oh, know sure. I, I definitely oh, yeah. get inspiration from what i watch so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're like, well, TV is like, uh, you know, people are talking about like peak TV, um, you know, and it's kind of taken over from like the, the art form, like the high, like higher art of film. Mm -hmm. There's a lot yeah. of real, like, 
you know, in terms of cinematography and production design, art design, really beautifully rendered shows. Yeah. And you can actually take the time you need to like tell the story instead of just trying to tell one whole story in two hours, you know, with a show, you can really like develop the characters and yeah, yeah I just love, yeah, I love the TV thing. <laughs> I mean, would you consider, so going beyond painting, like what about, um, doing things like, I don't know, set design or, uh, things like that or yeah, that's actually or going, yeah. going just beyond the canvas. Yeah, I, it's definitely a dream of mine. I have some big ideas of some installations I really want to do mm-hmm. that are, um, it's still painting, you know, but it's, it's more like 3D, more like creating worlds. Um, and Cirque du Soleil is another one of my obsessions and it's, it's a dream oh, of mine. Right. Why to am I not do. surprised by that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it fits. <laughs> um, it's, it's a dream of mine to work with them and, and do some sort of set design for them or. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have like a whole concept idea for them that I just need to get together. But, um, yeah, definitely so, hoping to move in that direction. Any uh, Cirque du Soleil uh, reps out there who might be listening? And and then also any Britney Spears, uh, Britney Spears <laughs> yes. uh, reps? Uh, we have the artist for you here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anything else coming up you want to talk about? Or, yeah, did we pretty much cover it for now? Or? Um. You know, uh, I, as far as shows that are coming up, I'm uh, I'm really excited about this one. It's a little unusual, but I'm doing a Care Bears show with Corey Helford uh, in L.A. Um, it's not just me. It's a group show, but we're all going to be creating artwork that kind of like is inspired by Care Bears, which I actually don't know much about Care Bears. So I need to <laughs> to do some research. But I just think it's a it's a really uh, it's a fun prompt and yeah, uh, and yeah. all the Care Bears people are going to be there. So I'm excited to go and meet them and and see what everybody makes. And that's <laughs> that's going to be in uh, February, I believe, February and March. I'm sorry, where did you say that was going to be? Uh, it's going to be in L.A. at in Corey LA. Helford. Oh, OK. Yeah. And it's in February and March. Oh, OK, cool. With the care with the Care Bear representatives there. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love it. All right. Well, it was great talking with you, Hallie. Great talking to you. This was so fun. And also, thanks a lot to everyone out there listening. Uh, you can find us online at interlocutorinterviews.com and on Instagram at interlocutor.interviews. Uh, plus, visit our YouTube channel. And if you're a fan of our arts coverage, you can sign up to be a subscriber or donate via Patreon. Just click on the Patreon link on our site. And I'll be back soon with another Interlocutor Interviews podcast episode. Mm-hmm.